Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. What age do you figure we feel most confident? You're kind of confident with your looks and where you are yeah. and you're settled down into life. 30s, somewhere in your 30s? Yeah, 32. Okay. And it seems to get better uh, as we age. You know, certainly if you move through your life on some kind of successful uh, path, you see, you know, mortgages and such getting paid down or you've put your kids through university or figured out how you're going to pay for that. All of those things add to your confidence. And we spend so much of our younger years doubting, worried, concerned about where we're going and where we're going to end up. There is, I guess, a positive to aging. Yeah, and I guess some of it could be tied to to how much or how little you use social media mm-hmm. uh, when it when it comes to... <laughs> Uh, how confident you feel about yourself because, you know, as you said, you go visit a buddy who's doing really well. If you're you're looking at pictures of his online all the time with massive updates to houses and trips that they're taking and cars that they're driving, you know, that kind of thing can kind of weigh on you. It's funny with the social media, of course, with this weekend, so many parents taking their kids and dropping them off at university. Mm -hmm. And there's just a a flood of stuff on social media about being an empty nester and so sad to see them go. You know, you can be honest and say, I like the quiet. I saw one uh, and (laughs) the couple, and I I don't know who shared it. I don't know where they are, but they they posted uh, pictures. They basically did a photo shoot. Like uh, like an expectant uh, couple would okay. do, yeah. And except instead of saying you know new one coming, it yeah. was all are gone. Perfect. And they were like partying and Excellent. champagne popping. <laughs> you should happy to be empty nester. Yeah, listen, you know people forget, and I know it's hard because you have children, you raise them, they're your whole world, and I understand that. I went through that with two of them myself, but. I'll never forget, uh, and, and Maria said a lot of things to me that I've forgotten over the years, but <laughs> but I I always remember her saying, before we had kids, there was us. Right. And you have to remember that. Yes, your children are hugely important, and of course you've got to take care of them, but you have to remember that they're going to go one day. They have to leave the nest, and then it's just the two of you staring at each other. Mm. And it's either, either over or it's on, and you have to embrace that this is an exciting new part of your life. Yeah, of course, I missed my children when they were gone, but I also loved the freedom. Right. And you have to embrace that, right? Uh, and so <laughs> it was getting a little tiring with all the boo-hoo-hoo, where's my box of Kleenex, my little boy or girl are gone. <laughs> oh, settle, they're not gone to war, they'll be home at Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a parent who is, uh, you know, looking towards having your child turn into some kind of high-paying Athlete, so that you can secure your future. <laughs> um, instead of taking them down the road to hockey, which seems to be the, the road we uh, travel down the most in this country when it comes to uh, sports and the hopes of a future in the NHL, you might want to steer them towards golf since there's so much money to be made in that game now. <sighs> uh, I mean, it's not hard to, it's not easy to get there. No. Um, that's for sure, to that top echelon. But the money that they were handing out at the Tour Championship on the weekend was absolutely asinine. Like, it really was ridiculous. I was watching it, and I love golf. And uh, and watching the Tour Championship as everything kind of boils down. They've, they've tried to craft this. Uh, and it's, it's more recent, only the last probably uh, 15 years or so, have they had this FedEx Cup playoffs mm. and this bonus that they had. 
Uh, and I think it started with a $10 million bonus, which is now, with some crazy PGA inflation, has gone up to a $15 million bonus for the first-place winner of the FedEx Cup. And it used to be all just a point system that you earned through the tournaments right. throughout the year. And whoever had the most points at the end won the big bonus. Now, the way they do it is uh, whoever has the most points leading into the final tournament starts that tournament with a lead. Okay. Um, so Patrick Cantlay led going in. He started the tournament at 10 under par. The rest of the field below him down to, you know, 30th in the field, which was Brooks Kepka. What, what does Brooks get for being 30th? He starts at even. No, uh, but I mean money-wise. What, does he get something in his pocket as well? Uh, $380,000 was huh. his bonus. Still for being last. For last place, well, 30th overall right. in the FedEx Cup standings. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the end, Patrick Cantlay won it, won a $15 million bonus. What but, does second place get? Five million. Oh, really? So it came down to the 18th hole, and, and a, you know, a, an eagle putt that John Rahm had to tie mm. ended up being a $10 million putt. Oh, you poop yourself. Right? The difference in missing that yeah. putt, it just, you know, went down the edge. And, and okay, that's first and second. But all along the line, you, mm. you've got guys who are making putts for $680 million here. Kevin Na went from fourth tied to alone in third. Ended up being a million dollar difference mm. in that putt, and you know while I understand these guys are the cream of the crop when it comes to golf mm-hmm. uh, around the world, the money that they're throwing around and throwing at this is beyond exorbitant mm-hmm. for bonuses. You remember Patrick Cantlay, who won this thing, already made over seven million dollars in prize money mm. throughout the season. That's not a bad year. That's pretty good. And to add a fifteen million dollar bonus on top of it, and have to have the announcers talk about it all day long on Sunday, and well, oh, this could be a six hundred eighty thousand dollar pot, and this could mm. be a four hundred thousand dollar pot. Most people take 10 years to earn $400,000, and these guys are getting it as a bonus. It's ridiculous. 10 years for me, 30. <laughs> I'm hoping one day to get to that number, add it all up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit much, and I'm, 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 uh, I'm intrigued that golf is throwing, or at least FedEx is throwing this kind of money around, because although there's a lot of big names in golf, certainly still, I think to this day, nobody has attracted this many people to the game outside of Tiger Woods. Like It's not like there's one name out there right now that's driving it the way he once did when those dollars were a lot less. Not to that level, no, but there are guys who are attracting attention. Yeah. The Bryson DeChambeau's of the world who are sure. still uh, garner that. And listen, this wasn't around before the Tiger years, right? right? right. Uh, the, you know, this is all uh, manufactured by what Tiger brought to the game and right. the level that he brought to it. The purses, the money, and uh, these new playoff formats and such. You know, listen, I, I find it entertaining, mm-hmm. but at the same time, when you hear the money that they're throwing around, if it had just been you know, this is the final tournament. A total $15 million purse is up for grabs, and they all split it. Right. That would have been a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, this is now, they're throwing away $50, 60000000 million at these guys for one tournament. It's crazy. So if you got a young one, size them up for clubs rather That's than right. a hockey stick. Plus, the weather's so much nicer. Who wants to be in a cold hockey arena when you could be standing on the uh, sidelines of a beautiful golf course down south somewhere? I yesterday had to go fill up the car. We were uh, way down. We were at the point in the uh, the car when it says, please, for the love of God, find a gas station. <laughs> Would you just go put some gas in me, right. please? Cost me $88 to uh-huh. fill up. 
And, and I don't use, this is the car that doesn't use the premium. This is the one that uses the regular. Really? I couldn't believe it. I literally could have gone and had a nap and come back. It just wouldn't stop drinking the gas. 88 bucks. Ouch. I didn't think I had that much room on my visa. <laughs> I hope this works. <laughs> that is, I don't know, it's like a buck 35 or something right and now. And that's down. At one point, it was a buck 49. Yeah. yeah. Remember back at the pandemic when it was like 85 cents? Right. Can we go back to that? <laughs> so Labor Day is coming gone, and this uh, is the beginning of a season that many of us, Lucky and I included, absolutely can't stand. And no, it's not fall, but rather pumpkin spice season. Oh, God. Pumpkin spice everything. No. It's already? It's coming. Well, listen, people are already talking about Halloween. You see the candy already out in the store. Yeah. And whoever buys Halloween candy now, you're just lying to yourself. Because yeah. it's going to be gone. <laughs> before. I want to get the good stuff before yeah. it's all gone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was in a store uh, on Saturday, and I... They got, like, just a whole, you know, a lot of these stores now, they do the deal where you have to walk through all sorts of chips and, you know, all sorts of little quickie things to pick up and throw in your bag. Right. Trick you into getting extra stuff. Well, this one particular store, it's like a maze going through this lineup to get to the cash. And the whole thing was just stocked with candy. And many people saying they're getting excited already about the idea of Halloween. I mean, can we can we get back to school? Can we do that? Can we get that started before we think of something that's going to happen two months from now? Right. Anyhow. Yeah, uh, back to school barely happening because for most of the schools, not happening today. Right. You know, the, the uh, Durham uh, board, although the Catholic board is going back today, the Durham board not, Toronto not, York no. Well, the Catholic goes back because they feel guilt about not going back. <laughs> Go back now. And, uh, you know, someone had texted in and asking, I was thinking about this yesterday. Normally, the first day of, of, of school, mm. um, this Tuesday after Labor Day, uh, the Snowbirds, who are leaving Toronto, do a flyover in Whitby. Right. At Captain Michael Vandenbosch School, named after a, a, a snowbird that had uh, passed away in the line of duty. And um, I don't know if that's happening today because that school won't have class going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not. There's some complaining about the air show and the noise it makes. Ugh. I guess because everybody's been, I guess because it's been so quiet, you haven't had to deal with the X in the last two years. Right, yeah. So I guess anybody that lives down around that area has gotten used to it being quiet. It's one weekend. I know, I know. Well, we can't take anything. Well, else. and listen, the, 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 the fireworks, you know, I heard a few going off last night. You know, the, uh, the complaints, uh, the, part of the problem with social media is it gives people an avenue to complain about things that sure. right, before they just only complained to their own circles about and you didn't have to hear about it. The amount of complaints over fireworks uh, and, you know, the noise. And, and, and while I do understand that, okay, there could be a timing window, it's got to be when it's dark. Mm. So, okay, probably eight thirty nine o'clock it could start. If it's going past 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, it's getting a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll have some that go off at 3, 4 in the morning. Right. Uh, and I can understand that being a, an annoyance. But, you know, there's a difference between an annoyance and an issue, I think. I, I hear more people complaining about the fireworks because of their dogs right? freaking yeah, out. that too. So we can't have any fun because your mutt's getting a little free. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Now, I understand with the school boards... Uh, so Catholic back in, regular, probably not till Wednesday or Thursday. And then next week, they take three PA days. <laughs> got a, a lot of stuff they got to work out that they couldn't over the eight weeks off over the summer. 
Well, I don't think I'm going to be buying a little getaway place anytime soon in the South Pole. They only experience one sunrise and one sunset for the entire year in the South Pole. Whoa. So that'd be a little depressing. Yeah, a little bit. But very exciting for that one uh, sunrise. Everybody up. Let's take a look at it. <laughs> I guess it all happens in one day, right? That would make sense. Yeah. One sunrise, one sunset, and then dark again, I guess. Or is it one of those things like uh, where you get uh, 24 hours of daylight for part of the year and then the rest of it's all dark? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's not dark the whole time. Maybe though. it's the one sunrise. And again, I don't, I'm just making this up off the top of my head. But maybe this is the one sunrise. And then it stays up and it stays sunny for however long. Yeah. And then when it sets again. Yeah, and for it like sets, half the year yeah, it's dark. Six months on and six months off. I really don't know. This is where I trust science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They tell me that. I'm okay. Yeah. I don't need to go discover that myself. No, I'm good. The first webcam... It was invented in 1991, and it was because computer science researchers at the University of Cambridge just wanted to see if there was coffee in the break room. <laughs> so out of laziness comes something now that women have been making a fortune on for a very long time. <laughs> it started with coffee, quickly yeah. went to boobs. That's right. It always does. A sterilized male lion will fully lose its mane due to lack of testosterone. Poor male lion. He's probably so proud of that long mane of hair. Hasn't been able to get a leg over in forever, but that mane's he's still rocking it. He's got it feathered. And then it disappears, too. It's not easy being a male lion. You see why they're so angry. Um, Michelangelo's statue of David is ironically extremely tall. It's 17 feet. Wow. Tiny, tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> so we went out to dinner Saturday night with these friends of ours, and uh, they have an 11-year-old son. And as we were walking out of the restaurant, this very beautiful, expensive-looking sports car pulls up. And so my buddy says, oh, say, you know, take a look at that. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's been very, very nice. You'll never see that in my driveway. And then I turned to his son and I said, and his son's name is Daniel. And it's, uh, ours is, I said, Daniel. I said, you know what that car means over there? He says, what, Craig? That man has a little penis. <laughs> well, we all laughed. Yeah. Except the man in the car. Right, of yeah. course. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't go up and ask him. <laughs> This is interesting. The contestants on Jeopardy all stand on platforms that are adjusted to make sure they're all the same height. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever noticed that. Ciabatta bread has only been around since 1982. It was invented by a baker in Verona, Italy, who was trying to make the Italian version of a French baguette. Huh. Oh, that's a good bread, though. That's a good bread. I remember once years ago taking like a big round hunk of bread. I found this recipe somewhere and you, you gut it all and you make like a chili. Yeah. And you bake it right in the bread. The bread bowl. I, I mean, I know you get it, at, uh, but making it at home, oh my gosh, it was good. But, you know, we got rid of carbs in our house, so. That's <laughs> another <laughs> avenue of pleasure gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marry an Italian, no carbs. My luck. <laughs> Larry King once got into a car accident with JFK. 
Oh, okay. When JFK was a senator, King crashed into his car. JFK told him it was fine and he wouldn't report it as long as King voted for him when he ran for president. <laughs> was Marilyn okay though? <laughs> yeah, she she get hurt. She was she was face down at the time. <laughs> it is Tuesday, the first Tuesday after uh, Labor Day, and this Tuesday, the Tuesday after Labor Day, every year has a name. It's known as Telephone Tuesday. Really? And it's because there's a big, big spike in phone calls to businesses on this Tuesday because everybody's back after the long weekend. And most of us, I think anyhow, I, well, I guess I can only speak for me on this, but this day to me always seems more like the beginning of a new year than January 1st does. Right. I guess because everybody going back to school, it just feels like life goes back to normal, isn't it? Fiscal day. New Year for a lot of businesses maybe, as well. Maybe, yeah. So anyhow, today's known as Telephone Tuesday. Really, I thought just because as well, all the kids going off to university, right? With uh, brand new cell phones in pocket. Uh huh. Mommy and Daddy keeping track. How was your Labor Day weekend? It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. We went to the cottage for a couple of days and nice. came back a bit early. The kids start school this morning. Right. Right. So they should be up and about now, out of bed. Get out. out. Get out. Summer's over. I'll be going to crack a bottle of white by (laughs) 8 a.m. We, over the weekend, and this maybe has happened to you uh, in your travels, uh, we we were invited out to uh, to dinner, and so we were going to see some friends in Woodbridge. This guy I've known a very, very long time, but one of these friends that you kind of, you don't you don't uh, talk for a few years at a time, and that, that's all good. It's just he's busy, I'm busy, life carries on. Mm. I'm busy. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm just too lazy to reach out to anybody. But, but you know, the minute you kind of get back together, he's an old friend, so he gets you know, right back to normal, right? right? Yeah. And he's just like where you left off. Time stands still. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Really a good guy. I've known him a long time. But he's, you know, he's done very well for himself, and uh, and so he, um, they've been in this house for, uh, I guess, a few years, but they've really decked it out. And, and he's in a part of Woodbridge where, you know, you, you, gotta, you really got to have some cheddar in your low back, as the kids say. Gotcha. You got to be is that, long. Is that what the kids are the saying? The kids now? are saying that, yeah. Still calling it cheddar. Cheddar in their low back. Oh, all right. Uh, I think I added the low back, but uh, <laughs> I still think it's funny. Anyhow, uh, so you got you to gotta be loaded up with cheese to be in this dude's neighborhood. And as we were driving into the deep, deep, dark parts of Woodbridge, you know, the homes, we're going like through this maze of subdivisions to get to his place. And as we're getting there, the homes are just getting bigger. Right. It's just getting bigger. It's just getting more extravagant. Right. And to the point where I'm thinking we, we probably should have rented uh, some kind of high-end vehicle even to drive through here because these people think we're casing the joint. We're porch pirates, they probably figure. Uh, so uh, so we get there. And, and it a lovely evening, beautiful, beautiful home. Uh, the, the backyard's got the whole pool. They're overlooking some kind of pond. They got the waterworks for the fire uh, for, wow. the, for the pool. The whole thing is just right out of a magazine. And so we, we wrap up the evening and we head home. And maybe you've been in this situation where you've gone to somebody's home for something and it's just outlandishly beautiful. Uh-huh. And you get back to your house, which you always kind of like. You always think, you know, my house looks good. Yeah. And then you just look at it and you cry in the driveway. Because <laughs> you've gone from Parmigiano-Reggiano <laughs> to, like, squeeze cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my house is all cheese whiz. <laughs> I am all cheese whiz. <laughs> like, like craft singles. 
We're living in Velveeta <laughs> over at my place. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and so as the, the conversation in the evening wraps up, we're like, you know, oh, you know, we'll host next time. Or I think I don't even think I brought that up. I think Maria might have. And then he's like, yeah, we'd love to come out to the Venn Palace. And I'm like, well, slow your jets. <laughs> it might start with a P, but it's not palace. <laughs> yeah, come on in. I want to show you. You think you got a beautiful backyard? Come on. I want to show you in the basement. We got a lake. We got an actual lake in our basement. That's how cool this palace is. <laughs> you can show them where the rats have eaten the wires in the back. Yeah, come for a tour. Unbelievable. They'll walk into my house, stand there in the middle of the living room, and so the his wife will say, Where's your washroom? And I'll say, You're standing in it. Right. This is this is our boo hut. Uh-huh. It 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 can sting a little. Now, you know, listen, you gotta you live in your own world, and I still think my house is nice and cute, but just you you just look around compared to what others have. And and it's amazing too, because it's not just him. As we drove in through this subdivision, it's endless. Right. Yeah. It's endless. These You're seeing a lot of that now. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's one of the, the things we love and hate about social media. We love when we can brag about mm. things that we've done mm-hmm. or maybe gotten a, gotten for free or gotten a good deal on. Mm-hmm. And then you look at others and you think, well, all they do is buy expensive cars and houses and deck things out with landscaping and yeah. travel on these amazing vacations. And they post all about that. I think they'll love it when they come to my place and they look up and they can see the night sky through the roof. (laughs) (laughs) It's another feature we have. Lake in the basement and a clear view of the nighttime right from our living room. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.